0: I welcome those of you who, um, who are here either for the first time or haven't seen lately. I am um, reminded that it is only you folks who can be here every Sunday of the year. Those folks who are not here this morning, they just can't be here every Sunday of the year because they've already missed one. So I just am excited that y'all are going to be able to do that um, every, every Sunday um, of the year. I have a real quick quiz for you to begin with, and then we won't do any more quizzes. Well, we might, but... but just um, just kind of like, just shout it out if you know the answer um, to the beginning quiz this morning. And here's where it goes. I didn't make this up. Somebody sent it to me. And it goes like this. It says, Tom's mother has three children. One is named April, one is named May, and the third is named, yeah, those of you who said June got hustled like I did. She has three children, so the third one has to be named Tom, obviously. It's not June. Did that get you? Did that get you, Miss Pat? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get her very up. Um, so at any, at any rate, uh, there, but what difference does it make? What difference does a difference does a name make? I was looking up some names, and I was thinking of some names of the folks in, in the in the congregation, and um, and there was a couple of people just kind of stood stood to mind. P.J. Miller once told me that his name was really P.J. That, that, that is his name. It's not Paul, John, whatever. It's P.J. And that's because he said, my mama knew I wasn't going to be very smart and I could spell P.J. <laughs> Which is biblical. Uh, not the spelling part, but the, you know, in biblical days, I mean, they were named. They would, God changed, would change a name from Jacob to Israel, from Abram to Abraham, um, Jesus did that from Saul to Paul, um, from Simon to Peter, you know, so, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty good at that. I, um, I challenge this morning, um, if there was anybody in here who knew Sherwin Herring's middle name and Sherwin Herring's family was here at the first service, and, um, and unless you work very closely with him, and I've been knowing him since we were children, there's no answer to that one because he only has two names, I guess his mama just decide not to give him a middle name. He doesn't have a middle name. And then I promise you that Miss Diane's middle name is Diane. And if you want to know what her first name is, you're going to have to ask her because I ain't (laughs) telling I I did some research and looked up some, you know, what Jerry means and what Mitchell means and what some other things mean. The Smiths, buddy, had a lot of meanings, by the way. But it was all good. It's people who work with Metals and stuff like that. So, at any rate, and, and the original Greek, uh, Jerry, is a derivative, of course, of, of Jeremiah, and it means holy. So I said to Diane, you need to be careful how you address me from now on. <laughs> she was not impressed. Um, but that is, that is the, the, the meaning of, of, of Jerry at, at the time. Um, this morning, Buddy wasn't kidding. I really want us to talk about being a child of the King, but I don't want to talk about who the King is, I want to talk about Jesus, just as Jason and everybody else has already started. We are beginning a brand new year this Sunday, today, and, and is our tradition over how many years, I don't remember, that we've had a weekend revival called a Weekend of Transformation. It's always the last weekend of January, so we've got a few weeks to build up to this Weekend of Transformation. And for us to be completely transformed, to be completely changed, is different than to make little adjustments. And i tell you what I mean by that. We're not, I'm not even going to talk about New Year's resolutions, because New Year's resolutions are pretty much useless. I mean, somebody, you can write it down if you ever actually made a resolution that you kept, that was a prominent thing. They're good goals, so we need vision, we need, we need goals, we need to be able to set our sights. Resolutions are good, but, but what we need in America today, in our church today, in my heart today, and in your heart today is not so much a resolution as a revolution, a complete change. I looked up transform in the dictionary, as those of you who come all the time would, would probably um, not be uh, surprised. Um, and, 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 and it means to completely transform is to completely change. It is to revolutionize. Another quiz, but don't raise your hand and don't even say yes or no. But how many of you this morning don't need to change a thing in the world about your life? That every day that you get up, things go exactly where you want them to go, that, that, that they always end up the way you'd want them to end up? How many of you this morning um, just is it's just as close to, to God as you want to not want to be, because you might not want to get no closer, as just as close to God as you, as you can be? You're, and just as close to God and, and just as close to Jesus as you possibly could, could imagine and want to be. And if you're in that situation in psychology, we used to call that self-actualization, and I never actually met anybody who had this perfect, perfect, everything is done, is exactly the way I want it, life. That being the case, then we can make these little adjustments, but we can't revolutionize. We can, we can revolutionize, but not revolutionize so much. Unless we decide what we're going to do and we're going to do it and how we're going to do it. And so, over the next few weeks, we're going to do trans, T R A N S, and today's T um, is, is we're going to transform our name, or trans name, and I'll tell you where I get that for just a second, so that we can testify, so that we can make this decision each and every day. I am just, I'm, I, I do not want to. Um, Embarrass anybody, but I just met a man named Choice. I've never met anybody named Choice in my whole life. I just met a man named Choice, and that is really cool because that's what we do each and every day. So it's really perfect this first Sunday we make a choice on, um, on, on how we're going to testify. So we'll use the first T is we're going to make a decision we're going to, to, to testify um, about, about Jesus. If you go to any church, or gathering, whether they call themselves a church, or if you go to any kind of religious experience, and Jesus is not the first, the foremost, the one, the only, then you don't have to be rude and walk out immediately, but it would be okay if you did. But sooner or later, you need to get away from that place, because if we're going to be transformed, if we're going to be changed, if we're going to be revolutionized, then it has to begin with Jesus. It has to begin with that name, that something special name. And just as I said to the young people, if you weren't listening, Jesus is the name that God gave Himself. When Jesus was born, He got a name. How important is that? It's much more important than Tom or either uh, June because it is such a special name, this name of Jesus. It is such a special name that we're going to begin with that over the next few weeks, and so that's kind of where we're going. And I wanted to, to share that with you, so you can make plans to be here. I want to read to you the Christmas story this morning, and, and don't go, oh no, we've already heard all that. This is from the Gospel of John. The Gospel of Matthew tells us the Christmas story from um, from Joseph's point of view, possibly. And the gospel of Luke tells us the Christmas story from Mary's point of view, you know, the one with the with the uh, shepherds and the and the manger. The gospel of John gives us the Christmas story from before there was a Christmas. The gospel of John gives us the Jesus story before Jesus got his name Master, Savior, Jesus God with us, he will save his people from his sins. He got his name way before them. John's Christmas story starts way before Christmas. It begins in the first chapter, the first verse of the Gospel of John, and we'll share it together. This one is from the New King James. The Bible says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was a lot of men. And the light shines into darkness. But the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. But this man came for a witness, to see the testimony, to testify. To bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. Now John was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which gives light to every man Coming into the world. He was in the world. And the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. And he came into his own. And his own did not receive him. But as many as received him. To them he gave the right to become children of God. A child of the king. To those who believe in his name. Who were born not of blood. Nor of the will of the flesh. Nor of the will of man. But of God. And verse 14 concludes. And the word became flesh. And dwelt among us. We beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God for it. It's John's Christmas story. The truth is God always was, still is, always will be. Jesus always was, still is, always will be. Jesus got him a name when He was born and He was laid in that manger. Jesus got him a name whenever the wise men went to visit with him. Or eight days later, whenever he was in the synagogue, in the tabernacles, getting the rituals all taken care of. And he got his name. Jesus got his name when he was baptized. And the father said, this is my son, in whom I'm well pleased. Pay attention to him. Listen to him. Hear what he has to say. And so there's suddenly something special about this, this name, Jesus. And, and John goes on to say, that as special as this name was, not everybody got it. You see, because the world was full of darkness before Jesus came, and the world's still full of darkness today, can I get a witness? We know that, that in the world all you have to do is read the paper or turn on any of the lopsided news, whether it be left or right, um, and we know that there's still darkness in the world. There's still the bad guys um, in the world, and sometimes sometimes I can't tell the difference between the good guys and the bad guys. And and we know then that Jesus came into the world so that so that there would be light, and he would be able to shine the light on all the bad guys, and they would know that they were bad. But what's happened, was that the world didn't receive him, the world didn't understand him, they didn't they didn't um, they received him not, and so we're having a real hard time telling the the good from the bad. I guess is one way to say it. Now the truth is, me personally, this is a personal note. Um, I, I grew up on a, in a church that that the. Um, that the name of Jesus was was hallowed, and and of course we should all understand that. I mean, with Moses, he knew he needed to take off his shoes when God told him he was on hallowed ground. There were a few people who understood that Jesus was God whenever he walked on the earth, and they had that hallowed, um, that that hallowed um, expression a, about them. Um, nowadays, um, we're Jesus people, and so we remember those verses that, that say. Um, um, once I called you servants, and now you're not servants, you're my friends. He said it to the disciples, he says it to you, and he says it to me. You're a friend of God. And I like the song, I am a friend of God, amongst a lot of the other songs that talk about how God and I are, are, are connected and closely. But, but maybe it's because I'm an old guy, to put it nicely, um, is, that, is that the more I know God and the more... I try to comprehend God, and the more I try to understand God's name and what it, all of it, that it means, the more, the more um, um, respectful, uh, hallowed, whatever the word. And, and so, to me, um, it, it is such a special name, this, this name of Jesus. And so, in order for us to be transformed, in order for us to have these next few weeks, we're going to begin by testifying that Jesus is the name. In fact, Jesus is the only name. Jesus never came to earth and said, I am a way. He said, I am the way. Jesus, when he came to earth, said, there are two roads. One is narrow. One is wide. You choose whichever one because they both lead to the same place. He did not say that. He said, there's a narrow way and a wide way. And blessed are those who choose an their way. Jesus did not say, you know, I'm a shepherd, and there's this whole gate, and there are a lot of different gates, or there's a whole fence, excuse me, and then there are these gates, and you just choose whichever gate you want, and you can get right in. Jesus said, I am the gate, the gatekeeper. The only way is through me. Jesus never said, never said, there's a lot of ways, truths, and life. But you can choose me. And he didn't say that at all. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus never ever said that one day we can be resurrected and just as sure as you die, you're going to wake up and we're all going to go to heaven. What he did say was, I am resurrection and I am life. Those who believe in me also live. That's what he said. Not those who believe... In somebody else. So for order, in order for us to be transformed, there's a real popular word nowadays that begins with a T. almost used it and decided it was too negative, and that word is tolerance. Trust me, I am tolerant. I really, 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 really am. I, I, I pray for everybody. I, I wish and pray that, that people would uh, be able to understand Christ. What I really pray for is that people would struggle with understanding Christ like I do. I really pray that people would, 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 would each and every day struggle with why God does what God does as, as I do every day. Because the more you struggle with that, the more you begin to understand. And, and I really wish that everybody, not with, not with cancer or with tragedy in the family or, or anything like that, but, but I wish that, that everybody would be able to testify that no matter what you do and, and no matter how you do it, if it doesn't begin with Jesus and you struggle with, with His name, then, then you're starting at the wrong place. So, in 2014, I'm glad you're here, and I'm really, really glad that, 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 um, that you've uh, you come to some kind of understanding that you might not be here by accident, that you really might be here on purpose, and that's so that God can help you to understand this. John says, here's the Christmas story. The Christmas story is not that a man was born... They named him Jesus, and he became God. That's not the Christmas story. I've said so many in the negative way, I'm afraid y'all forget all the positive stuff. He did not, the Christmas story did not begin with a man whose name was Jesus who became God. The Christmas story begins with God who is named Jesus, who becomes man. There's a huge difference. And that is the only way. And so for us to be... I don't know, revolutionized, for us to be changed. We don't need a simple adjustment in our lives. We need to take a stand. We need to take an absolute positive stand. And if anybody questions us, buddy, we can say, yes, I'm a child of the king. If you got any questions, you go ask my daddy. You know, we should be just that positive about who we are and whose we are. And for us to be revolutionized, for us to be transformed, that's the only way that we're going to be able to, to begin is with that very, very, very special name um, of Jesus. It was, uh, it, the name of God has always been special. Since the beginning of time, when God first called Abram and Abraham, the, the, the Jewish people from whom we get our, our original faith uh, wouldn't even write down the name of, of Yahweh. They wrote it without vowels. They wrote it with just... Con- Consonance. We call it Yahweh. Because that name was so holy. They would use the word Adonai, which means Lord, in respect. Because that name is so holy. It, it, it is so holy that it made the top ten, you understand. It's one of the ten commandments. One of the ten commandments is, don't take my name in vain. Just don't do that. And yet, each and every day, in so many ways, we're just... We, we, we take his name in vain by not standing up and standing solid for who we are and what we believe. You, you can take God's name in vain without ever speaking his name. It's by claiming you are somebody and not living that somebody that you take his name in vain. By saying, I'm a Christian, and then not being a Christian is taking God's name in vain. By saying, I know right, but I don't do right, it's human, but it's taken his name, and it's one of the top ten. And so, and so when, we, when we begin now, as we start this season of transformation, it's my prayer that over the next weeks, that you'll begin with this T, and that is to testify, that's just to tell each and everybody, um, each and every one. That there is no such thing as two ways, or there are no such thing as two ways, which isn't Miss Francis. Um, but in any case, uh, aim but one way, and, and that would be, and that would be through Jesus, and and His name is such a name that um, that God gave Him the name God with us, God save us. Um, someone noticed that I have on my Duck Dynasty tie. It's called Gabe's a Duck Dynasty fan, and he gave me a tie for Christmas. No matter where you fall on that issue of free speech or whatever it is, I'd be glad to tell you where I fall, but I, that's a different day. No matter where you fall on that, this is a true story. Um, we were watching television the other night. and We watch television oftentimes with, um, with the volume turned down, and Diane does, um, does uh, crossword puzzles, and she reads. And so she's uh, ambidextrous, um, amphibious. No, that's it. Am something? She am. She am though, really. <laughs> and so she can read or do crossword puzzles and watch television while it's down low. I can do that during during ball games, but but I can't do that during like Duck Dynasty because I got to hear all the lines. Anyway, anyway, we were watching A and E, and that's where Duck Dynasty comes on. We were watching A and E, and they were doing the preview of a new show coming up, brand new show. And they did like a four or five minute preview of this show. And right in the middle of this preview, they were beeping this these ladies out. Obviously using words that you can't use on television. And right in the middle of her conversation, she used God and then used Dam as his last name. Without them ever without them ever beeping them out. And I looked at Diane and, and like I say, she's she's good. So she puts her book down and she looks, she said, what did she just say? I said, she said exactly what you thought she said. She used God's name in vain. This is the same network who just now wanted to censor somebody for telling what he believed, and here's somebody who's using this kind of language. That just doesn't make any sense to me. But the reason I tell you that story is because I have such, uh, I don't know, I wish I could explain it to you. It's kind of like that, that commercial where they tell somebody to explain their experience, and they just kind of go like this. I wish I could explain to you the reverence that I have just for His name. And if we don't have that reverence, then we can stop this transformation stuff because it ain't going to happen. we got to begin with the name in the name of Jesus. His name is Jesus. He is God with us. He is the one who saves us from our sins. He always was. He always will be. There is no other way. And instead of resolutions, we need to Talk about revolution and how we're going to do that, and then then I'm going to do it in my typical Jerry theology style way. Um, next Sunday I'm going to talk about the responsibility and the T and then the R that we have as Christians, and then and then the next week is the ability that we have as Christians. Do you know we have so many? It, you know, buddy, if if we were really a child of King, I could I would probably do a whole lot more than I do. And I am, and I could. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And so that's T-R-A, and then the N and the S has to come on one Sunday because that's Transformation Weekend, and I just am calling that one Nurture and Serve. We're going to have a healing service on that Sunday. That's the 26th um, of, of January, a healing, just a healing service. And you'll get a blessing out of that, um, uh, I guarantee you, because of the name of Jesus. Um, during that weekend of transformation, on Friday night and Saturday night, I have um, um, invited and they have accepted the invitation from uh, Brian Rogers for one night and, um, and Tim Reeves uh, for another night. And if you don't know any one of those two, just ask somebody um, how, what special people they are. And then, um, and then on Sunday night, we have a very, very special um, um, service plan as well for transformation weekend. but we have to start with Jesus. Lord, let it begin with Jerry as it begins with Jesus. Amen. It's my, uh, my team of, uh, of uh, communion team. I'm ready. We'll ask you to come up front. And the rest of you, if you'll turn to page 12. I do have one more thing I want to say to you, but if you'll turn to page 12. Yeah. Okay, I had asked God. Um, Chris, good job, even though I didn't put your name there, right? I got it now, baby. One of the things that if you're a regular, although now that you're here one time, Gabe and Buddy says you are a regular, if you're a regular, you know that, that, um, that I like to use laity to serve because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to serve, and, um, and so what I've tried to do is put together some teams of communion stewards to help me, and, um, and so far it worked this morning, so uh, we'll do that, and we'll do that either with families, or we've got a, we've got a schedule on that, um, they have been ordained by God, yeah, do the, there you go, they already know what to do on that too, thank you very much, and you don't have to wear the same color shoes, if you don't want to, <laughs> she got a black one and a silver one on, that's not bad. In closing, as we get ready to share communion together, one of the, you know, I mentioned one of the buzzwords, is tolerance, gets on my nerves, but I'm tolerant. So the other thing that the big buzzword bothers me, and that's the the term identity theft. And, you know, the identity thieves now are really smart. They don't even have to even steal. They can make targets think they did, and then they can or something like that. I'm really really confused over that one, Steve. I'm not really, really sure about that. But we know about... Identity theft. And that's simply whenever somebody gets your information and your private personal information and they pretend to be you. And what I'm going to ask you to do from now until Transformation Weekend, and then we hope it stays, we hope it clicks, we hope it connects and and locks in, is I want you to join me in being identity thieves. Now, I know you're thinking that's against the law, so we don't do things against the law. But here's what I want you to do. We have tried as hard as we can this morning from the very first time that Jason cranked up an instrument until now to help you to understand that it all has to begin with Jesus. And so what I want you to do is I want you to steal his identity over these next weeks. If you have to just cram and read the Bible about what Jesus is. He's in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That is the Gospels. He's prophesied in the Old Testament. He is, uh, he is referred to in the epistles and in, in, in all of the rest of the Bible. He's there. If you need to spend hours and hours either at this altar or your altar at home so that you can get to know Him better, I want you to steal His identity. So when somebody just sees you, they already know that somehow, somewhere, there's a Jesus there. And because you may be, you probably are the only Jesus that they ever see. And so, um, and so our, our prayer for the tea is to, to be not only just transformed, but to testify so strongly that um, uh, that people can see Jesus uh, in us, Amen. You turn to page twelve in the Methodist hymnal. Y'all might want to get one too. There's one right there. Because it's different, not because you're a rookie or nothing. I want to lick it. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Having already um, offered signs of peace uh, to one another and had offering... The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. We thank you for this day, this day the beginning of our transformation, the beginning of testifying, the beginning of of, of identity Uh, of seeking and thieving and we just pray that You would bless us in those efforts. And so with Your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise Your name and join their unending hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of Your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are You and blessed is Your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church. You delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by the water and the spirit. And on the night in which he gave himself up for, you, for us, he took the bread, he gave thanks to you, he broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup and he gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and he said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you, and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Christ Jesus, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ, offering for us, as we proclaim the mystery of faith, Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory. And we feast at His heavenly banquet. Through Your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in Your holy church, all honor and glory is Yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught His disciples and us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> because there is one church, that means there's just one body and one bread. And because there is one Lord, just one drop of His blood,